Activist Aaron Dorr tells his flock of pro-gun followers on Facebook that he's tirelessly fighting for their Second Amendment rights. But if that's true, why do so many pro-gun Republicans hate him so much? Aaron Dorr is a scam artist, a liar, and he is doing Iowans no services and no favors. Find out on the No Compromise podcast from NPR. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers. Hey, Ann. Hi, Robin. It's New Music Friday, and we're looking at the best albums out on September 25th. It's another busy week. We've got new ones from, my gosh, Public Enemy. There's a new one from Joji and a whole lot more. But we start with Sufjan Stevens. His latest is called The Ascension. This is Sufjan Stevens. His new one is called The Ascension. The song we're listening to from that record is called Lamentations. Put out an instrumental record with his stepfather, Lowell Brahms, back in March called Aporia that we covered. And now he's back with his first solo album since 2015's Carrie and Lowell. And Anne, as you can tell, listening to this song, this album is not the delicate folky side of Sufjan. It's the electronic synth-heavy programmed beats side of Sufjan. The word on this album is that it's all about the current doom and gloom that we're living through and Sufjan's, I think words he's using to describe himself on the record are like bossy and bitchy and that he's mad at America and all this. I heard lushness. I heard sort of a weird doomy sexiness, but I'm ready for you to tell me I'm completely insane. I do think maybe a first pass at this record, it sounds really lovely. And, you know, it's not as bonkers as, say, like The Age of Odds, which was also a, a real maximalist record. I think the electronics are a little more tinkling and delicate throughout the record. You know, but you, once you dig into the words a little bit, you know, he basically has soured on the American experience. Carrie and Lowell, his last record, is my favorite Sufjan album for lots of reasons, but in part because, you know, he really showed this unbelievable love and compassion for the world and a generally positive view toward his own life, even when everything seemed awful. And he has said in, you know, in an interview with The Atlantic that he really is a pessimist. And you listen to a song like America on this record, and he says flat out that he no longer believes in the promise of this country. There is a darkness that meets a beauty in the middle. And 
despite the sort of surface intentions of the lyrics, you can live in that beauty, the beauty of darkness. Well, I think that's something he's always done really well, even on Carrie and Lowell, you know, it was just a crushing, emotionally crushing record, but also so beautiful and optimistic. Well, we could spend the whole show talking about just this one record, but there are so many others that we want to get to. Sufjan Stevens, his latest is called The Ascension. And another big release out now on September 25th comes from Public Enemy. They're back with a new album called What You Gonna Do When The Grid Goes Down. Let's do this. Oh, shit. No more grid. We all addicted. Men, women, and kids. No internet, no text, and no tweets. We look like the 80s with things in the streets. Oh snap, no apps, just maybe perhaps No grid is what we need for new human contact Not even your own server can save you We all caught up in the web, it's so true No GPS, what will you do? No emails or whatsapps coming through Now your phone is just a phone with a camera No algorithms to manage us All your posts on IG lost in the cloud with all your information Listen real close to what I'm saying Folks might have to pick up a book, pick up a pen Hey, back to basics again Digital mental health clinics worse than a pandemic More police brutality but no post on who filmed it Oh shit, the grid is gone Universal mind blown, come on What you gonna do when the grid goes down? What you gonna do when the grid goes down? What you gonna do when the grid goes down? The grid goes down, the grid goes down This is Public Enemy, their new one is What You Gonna Do When The Grid Goes Down The song we're listening to from it is called Grid and NPR Music contributor Gavin Gottfried back for this one. Hey, Gavin. What's going on, Robin? I guess the most remarkable thing that immediately leapt out to me while listening to this record is how this group continues to make such, you know, politically and culturally potent work after, you know, more than 30 years together. Right. I mean, you know, right before this album was released, Chuck D hopped on Facebook Live, which was interesting because he, yeah. he talked a lot about how listeners and just the general public are the type that have given their lives to computers, right? That we're so mm. stuck on screens and that he also said that people no longer really hear music because they're listening with their eyes. They're so focused in on those screens huh. that they're not paying attention to what's being heard. And so I feel like this track Grid is just kind of that theme just made into music it's it's like yeah literally what's what's going to happen to you if the grid shuts off if your screen goes down if your iphone is dead you know people have been so dependent on it seeing this now even though these guys are almost as old as me in terms of how long they've made music it sounds so fresh and so pertinent to right now it is absolutely so relevant not just what chuck is saying you know not just what they're saying but the sound the album just like you said, sounds like how a lot of us feel. You know what I mean? I think when Public Enemy was coming out of the gate, they broke down a lot of doors because no one was talking like that or no one was really saying what they felt. But, you know, through the course of 17 tracks, I mean, it's all truth. It's it's all fact. And it's you can't help but just be drawn into it because the saying is if you're if you're not angry, you're not paying attention for me with this record. Um, if you don't love it and you're not amped up, you're not listening because, you know, they're not saying anything that we're not already thinking about or could possibly be frustrated with in terms of what's going on in the world right now. Well, yeah, and there are other records that are certainly addressing the moment we're in as well, but it felt so right to me to have them weigh in. I just want to shout out Rhapsody. She goes bar for bar with Chuck on this record. She is such an inheritor of his, and I love that she's on this record. 
Public Enemy is the band. Their new one is What You Gonna Do When the Grid Goes Down. And Gavin, let's do one more uh, September 25th album before you go. It's a Nappy Roots record called 40. Uh, life is good, life is good, life is good. Life can be amazing when you view it like you should. I believe my fellow humans will continue this path. All lives matter, but all lives ain't treated this bad. I got faith in all of y'all who have faith in God. Whether you come or not, just know on earth you still play a part. I hope I get to right my wrongs before my time expire. If I don't, just know I thought about them down to the wire. And I promise. I'm just trying to do better. On my feet and I'm here to stay. Just place for our sons and our daughters want a revolution but don't want to be a martyr want to pick up a picket sign and run away with the protesters but don't want to share the same faith as our ancestors gotta go to court tomorrow and deal with these court jesters they're doing it for sport we're doing it for justice doing it at sunrise doing it after dark doing it for the whole just trying to do my part i'm just trying to do This is Nappy Roots. Their new one is called 40, and the song we're listening to is called Do Better, a, a veteran Southern hip-hop group originally from Kentucky. And Gavin, I was just I was just really, really moved by how honest and real and personal and raw they get on this record. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, I feel like uh, historically people think of Nappy Roots, and rightfully so, as just, you know, the country boys. They're, they're the yeah. guys that like to share stories, drinking whiskey on the porch, and just talking about what it's like to live in the South. But, you know, these guys are also, as you mentioned, from Louisville, Kentucky. And so in light of what's going on there with all of the news surrounding Breonna Taylor, they couldn't help but create a record that addresses the moment that we're in right now. And a track like Do Better, they've got this young kid from Atlanta uh, named Andrew Weaver singing on the hook. He's, look out for that guy. Um, But there's a line that Fish Scales has in there. He says, all lives matter, but all lives ain't treated this bad. And, you know, it seems simple, but if you go through their catalog, it's not that they are not digging into the issues, but it might be, you know, here's an issue. Now let's go smoke a joint. This time it's really about these are the issues and we're smoking joints to cope. We're on the porch trading beers with our friends because we don't really know how to deal with this. And to me, it's really the most honest uh, record that Nappy Roots has ever produced. I was also really struck by how... They found ways to, you know, drop rhymes about feeling gratitude, even in the face of so much oppression and, and so much that's wrong with the country right now. They talk about understanding that things could always be worse. Well, to make a crass generalization, I feel like, Gavin, tell me what you think about this. I feel like that's kind of a Southern thing. Right. Yeah. And, I, and to, to your point, one thing that seems to pop up a lot on this album is this idea of just being alive. Like you said, it could be worse, but they're just so thankful that in spite of everything that could kill them or just bring them down mentally, they're still alive and they're still here to tell those stories. And I think that they really see that and it and it comes out um, on the songs. Some of them have a lot more somber tones than we're used to hearing with Nappy Roots, but they always kind of end or have this little nugget of hope, especially like the album Closer, Good Life. 
Nappy Roots is the band. Their new one is called 40. Thanks so much, Gavin. Thank you, guys. Okay, from Nappy Roots, let's go to the singer Joji. He's got a new one out called Nectar. I'm a pretty boy living on the west side. blue pills and sipping on fire. No more fears and no more lies. I tell myself to sleep at night. Amongst these hills, baby. Amongst these hills, baby. the singer Joji and that's spelled J-O-J-I. His new album is called Nectar. The song is called Pretty Boy. He's a, a singer, songwriter, and producer originally from Osaka, Japan. And uh, I think he spends his time now between New York and Los Angeles. But and last week we talked about A.G. Cook and how he makes Gen Z music. Listening to Joji, I thought he makes music for the TikTok generation, the social, the social media generation. The world of YouTubers has offered us plenty of pop stars, Robin. You know, yeah. Troy Sivan, Lil Nas X, etc. But Joji's is one of the more remarkable transformations. He started out as kind of a gross prankster. He went by the names Filthy Frank and Pink Guy. He would wear a full-on onesie, you know, with a hood right. and stir-fry food while rapping or, like, eat something really weird or or immerse himself in a tub of ramen. I mean... How this guy became Joji? <laughs> There's a journey there for sure. But he's done it, I feel like. This is his second album. He has completely mastered the post-genre R&B-ish singer-songwriter-ish electronic sound that, as you're saying, is all over TikTok, all over social media today. But, you know, as much as he embodies that world, he also sings a lot about you know, wanting something real and lasting and more meaningful in his life. And, you know, at the same time, even questions what it means to be real. What is real? I mean, it's heartthrob music in a way, right? It's yeah. it's soulful, uh, very emotional, but there is a kind of drifting into the ether that always happens, too. Yeah. It's interesting who he collaborates with. Uh, Diplo is on here, another polymath who moves, uh, you know, through any genre he wants to. Lil Yachty, Joji's definitely connecting with uh, that style of rap that seems almost beyond, it seems almost post-human. Joji is the singer. His new one is called Nectar. And Anne, let's do one more before we take a break. It's from the composer Anna von Hauswolf. It's called All Thoughts Fly.
This is Anna von Hauswolf, All Thoughts Fly is her new one, and the song we're listening to is Sacro Bosco, a Swedish composer and an organist. Hard to believe everything we're hearing on this record is just a single instrument, a pipe organ that they recorded in Gothenburg. Uh, and I, and I think this is my favorite album of the week. I completely agree with you, Robin. I grew up Catholic, and the organ was a primary instrument in my life. I heard it every weekend, and to me, it, it was a din. Well, what I love about this record is she really shows how that instrument can be personal, can serve a kind of singer-songwriterly, um, you know, exposition of her personality and her concerns, her emotions. I love that. Yeah, and and she does what Niels Fromm, an artist like Niels Fromm, does with the piano, which is she allows all the mechanics of the instrument to enter into the, the mix. So you know, you hear the bellows and the stops and. You know, you hear all the mechanics of the pedals. And I'll just say for anyone who's feeling exhausted, just put this one on it. And I promise you'll feel better, at least for a little while. I certainly did. We all need a sound bath now and then, don't we? <laughs> sound bath is a good one. They, they can put that on the little sticker for the CDs, a sound bath. Anna von Hauswolf is the artist. Her new one is called All Thoughts Fly. We still have several more albums that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday. Uh, as I said, it's a really packed week, but we do need to take a short break, and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor State Farm. State Farm fits seamlessly into your life, allowing you to easily manage your coverage, pay your bill, and even file a claim with the State Farm mobile app. And they really get to know you. Thanks to a network of 19,000 agents, you'll have someone local to talk you through options that fit your personal needs. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. It's New Music Friday from NPR and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Ann Powers, and we're looking at the best albums out on September 25th. We start the second half of the show off with the band Deftones. Their latest is called Ohms. How can you see? This is the end. Let's face the truth. It's obvious. This is the band Deftones, Ohms is their new record, and the song we're listening to from it is called Ceremony. NPR Music's Lars Gottrich joins us to talk about this one and a few others out today. Hey, Lars. Hey, Robin. Another veteran group this week that continues to put out great music. Yeah, they've been around for over 30 years. It's amazing. Uh, and this is their ninth album. It's simultaneously its heaviest and its smoothest album in a really long time. It reminds me a little bit of White Pony, which just turned 20 this year. 
And uh, for the first time in a while, Chino Marino's like really screaming again. And he sounds, but he sounds like a young gun with something to prove. It's funny you say screaming because there were moments on the record where I thought it might get a little too screamy. You know, there'd be this little metal guitar rip and then the singers, you know, his voice, he would rise up a little bit, but then everything just receded so beautifully. I I loved how they walked that line. Deftones has always been an incredible synthesizer of their influences. So, you know, they're, they're often thought of as a metal band, but really they wanted to be the cure, Sade, Hum, and Depeche Mode. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which is like such a and you know and whatever hip-hop they were growing up on right. uh, in sacramento in the 90s and you know they've always been so good at putting all these things together and they can only sound like deftones i love the spaciousness of the deftone sound and the kind of experimental side of what they do and that is all here Yeah, and it's so nice to have another one from Deftones. Their new one is called Ohms. And Lars, you're going to stay with us uh, here for a couple more records, starting with a new one from Sad 13. It's called Haunted Painting. This is Sad 13. The album is called Haunted Painting. This uh, track we're listening to is called Hysterical. This is the solo project of Sadie Dupuis, the lead singer and songwriter for the band Speedy Ortiz. And Lars, Sad 13 is sort of her more pop project. Yeah, this is like her project where she kind of blows up her impressions of pop music. And on Haunted Painting, it's such a deeply rich studio experiment. In fact, it was recorded at several different studios between Speedy Ortiz shows and only with women engineers. And on this record, Sadie plays pretty much everything. She plays guitar, synth, lap steel. Glockenspiel, marimba, you name it. The only things that she doesn't play are the drums or the strings, and she wrote all the parts for that. There is so much happening in the mix on this record, I feel like. Oh, absolutely. When Sadie reps a guitar solo, it's going to very much shred with like this oblong energy. Like she's she can't help but be Sadie when she plays guitar. But like Sad 13, I think she really lets her imagination run wild. She wants you to come back to this record every day or every week and hear something completely new. Haunted Painting is the new one from Sad 13. And Lars, let's do one more before we let you go. This is from the singer Lydia Loveless. It's called Daughter. Talk to me. Tell me how it feels to us. 
This is Lydia Loveless. Her new one is called Daughter. The song we're listening to from that record is called Love Is Not Enough. This is Lydia Loveless's uh, first record in four years. And Lars, there are some incredible lines on the record. There's one where she says, I shouldn't have to bleed you dry to fill me up. I shouldn't have to break you down to build me up. And then maybe my, my favorite line is, you give the sweetest kisses, but leave the stinger. Oh, absolutely. And she's one of the songwriters who blurs the line between characters and her own life and she writes these characters that are hard to love but also hard not to you find yourself rooting for them even though there's no way in hell that they're going to dig themselves out of their pit and she calls bs on the world as much as herself this record is such a gut punch don't you think lars i mean she just lays it out (laughs) it is one of the most powerfully honest albums and uncompromising albums that i've heard in a while both in the way she confronts others who have mistreated her or with whom she's parted ways, but even more profoundly how she confronts herself. Well, one of the things that I loved about the record is that it seems to be so much about living in the moment. She sings about, you know, the idea that it's not the destination, but the journey or that happiness comes from looking within yourself. And I do think she sounds more free on this record. She she takes a few more musical risks, but she also ju- it also just sounds like a loveless record. Like the pop hooks are very much in the go-betweens and the bird's vein, but there's also a, a bit of a Shania Twain, don't give a damn kind of feel to the whole thing. There's a little bit of that dirt emo that Rustin Kelly likes to call himself. But uh, <laughs> I, I would argue that Lydia Loveless has been in that vein for quite a while. Lydia Loveless is the artist. Her new one is called Daughter. Thanks so much, Lars. Thanks, y'all. Up next for September 25th releases, we've got a new one from the artist known as Botany. It's called End the Summer Forever. This is Botany, the artist known as Botany. His new one is called In the Summer Forever. And the song we're listening to from it is called Your Whole Life. And WXPN's John Morrison back to talk about this one. Hey, John. 
Hey, what's going on, Robin? To know me is to know how much I don't like the summer. So I was totally in love with this record before I even heard a note of it. Just yeah. the title, In the Summer Forever. I, I can get behind that mission. But I know this is your jam, chopped up sample-based music. Tell us what you're loving about the Spotney record this week. Yeah, Botany is the alter ego, uh, Spencer Stevenson. He's an Austin-based producer, multi-instrumentalist, and this record is gorgeous. It, it has a lot of like dark, drum-heavy beats, but he contrasts that with these really beautiful moments of like bright, utopian psychedelia. This is like his first solo record in four years, and it's it's a really gorgeous inventive record and it's kind of like a contemporary update of this like collage like hip-hop production style that we know from public enemy and the the bomb squad avalanches dj shadow that sort of thing all of those influences are there but he really puts uh, a beautiful and unique spin on that i think what i love about sample based music and he does so well is that is how it it's like outsider art, you know? It's like art mm. that repurposes everyday objects in surprising ways. You know, these sounds are, or the samples are like found objects and they put them together in a way that gets you to reconsider like their whole meaning in a new context, you know, and, and, and also the original meaning. Yeah, I feel like that's really, as a sample-based musician myself, that's really like the core of it, taking something that you wouldn't consider to be hip-hop or you know, progressive electronic music and kind of, you know, willing it into this other sonic world or, or environment. And he does this as well as anybody he really takes this music and, and creates really its own unique environment out of it. This is like an otherworldly record. It's a really beautiful sonic journey that he takes us on, and I loved it. I've been playing it over and over since uh, I first heard it. The record from Botany is called In the Summer Forever. Thanks so much, John. Thank you, Robin. I appreciate it. We've still got one last album that we want to play for this week's New Music Friday, but again, it's a super busy time of the year for new releases, and there are several other notable albums that we want to mention that are out today, starting with two big releases, one from Sylvanesso and the other from Fleet Foxes. The Fleet Foxes record called Shore actually came out earlier in the week, a surprise drop from, from them on uh, Tuesday the 22nd. And then Sylvanesso, their new one is called Free Love. Bob Boylan played a cut from the record not long ago in All Songs Considered, and uh, also talk with the band about the new record. We're also doing a live listening party for the album on NPR Music's YouTube channel. That's youtube.com slash NPR Music. That's at 3 o'clock Eastern today on Friday the 25th. Also want to mention a, a new one from the band Shy Boys. It's called Talk Loud. I love this band. They make this very glittery, bright pop, beautiful harmonies. Shy Boys, the record is Talk Loud. Surfer Blood is back with a new one called Carefree Theater, a much-beloved rock band we've been following for a decade now. Carefree Theater is the new one from Surfer Blood. Uh, also, Blitz and Trapper is back with a new one called Holy Smokes, Future Jokes, the country rock and folk rock band Blitz and Trapper. And the Band of Heathens has a new one called Stranger. This is uh, an Austin rock group. Uh, this record was produced by Tucker Martin, one of our favorite producers. The record from the Band of Heathens is called Stranger. If you want some great soul in your life, check out Betty Smith, a Brooklyn soul diva queen. Uh, her new record's called The Good, The Bad, and The Betty. It's produced by Matt Patton of the Drive-By Truckers and has a bit of a flavor of that other legendary Betty, Betty Davis, to it. 
the English band Idols are also back with Ultra Motto. We need punk in our lives. Thank you for bringing it in the Idols. Diana Krall has a new record called The Stream of You. These recordings are from her last sessions with her longtime producer, Tommy LaPuma, who died in 2017. So kind of end of an era for Diana Krall. And the Nashville guitarist and leader of the band Hawktail, his name is Jordan Tice. The delightfully titled Motivational Speakeasy is in the spirit of Nashville underground legends like John Hartford. And it's just a really wonderful kind of Sunday afternoon record. Check that one out. All that music out now on September 25th, along with this last one that we want to play from the War and Treaty. It's called Hartstown. War and Treaty, their new one is called Hartstown. The song that we're listening to from it is called Little Boy Blue. And Anne, when we were looking at what was coming out this week, you noted that this record was a big one for the Americana world. But I thought even when you consider all the different sounds and genres and subgenres that can sort of coexist under the Americana umbrella, this one was still surprising to me. War and Treaty is an absolute sensation in the Americana world. Um, they burst forth a few years ago. I remember seeing them at Americana Festival and being completely blown away by Michael and Tanya Trotter, the married couple who are at the heart of this music. You are totally right. This record defies genre. It, ha- you know, it's bluesy. It, I think, it has a country feel sometimes i could hear it on country radio i kept hearing motown motown is so much a part of what they do and of course just really heartfelt songwriting as well but it's all about the dynamic between michael and tanya you know it's just the fire of it did you feel that oh i i thought so much of this record just screams hell yeah life (laughs) life hell yeah hell yeah like it just celebrates like just celebrates the miracle of being here at all. Did you feel that? That is at the heart of the story of the Trotters. Their first record was called Healing Tide. And when that became a favorite of Americana listeners, we all learned the story of this couple. Michael is a veteran and he had actually been tasked with making music at memorial services for soldiers in Iraq when he was in Iraq. He's suffered from PTSD and they've gotten through that. Tanya Trotter, an incredible vocalist. She has a long career in music. She had a, an early career as an R&B singer. They both were in gospel for a while. So they've been through a lot personally. They've been through a lot career-wise. And you hear all the wisdom of their experiences in this music and that absolute fierce determination to find joy and find power and and thrive. 
The War and Treaty is the band. The album is called Heartstown, and that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks so much, Anne. Thank you, Robin. If you'd like to go back and hear full versions of all the songs we featured on this week's New Music Friday, you can see and hear the full list, uh, along with a bunch of other singles that came out this week. On our website, go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can also listen in Apple Music or Spotify. Just open those apps and search for NPR's New Music Friday playlist. And as always, keep up with the latest from NPR Music with our weekly newsletter. You can sign up for it at npr.org slash music newsletter. That's all one word, music newsletter. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Stay strong, everybody. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music.